was meant this John Doe investigation. John Doe 1, John Doe 2, and now John Doe 3, which nobody knew about until the Department of Justice started looking into these Guardian leaks. Designed to do one thing, to chill conservative speech in this state. And they kept trying after they were told not to keep trying. And you have all of these documents, as you said, people spying on you. We, we knew this. We reported this a long time ago. You've been talking about this for years, that this was nothing more than an opposition research spying operation by the weaponized left in this state. Well, now we know that they, they themselves use the term. This is frightening stuff, and I don't care if you're on the right or on the left. You ought to be concerned that this is being done in your name by your government. You had multiple GAB attorneys lying to DOJ investigators um, and then having to correct their statements, saying, oh, no, 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 there are no additional details. There are no additional documents. There are no additional John Doe records. Yet there were. No, 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 nobody had access to this but us. But multiple people, random staffers had access. They stored this information in an unsecured location with no key access. They had passed around passwords like they were Pez. They were asking people to log in, download, print off emails, save them to thumb drives, save them to CDs, save them to other hard drives. And and so at the very beginning of this document that Schimmel's office put out, they said, we have no way of assuring any of the targets of this investigation that all of the materials have been returned to them, that all of the materials will be returned to them, and that none of this will ever be used against them in the future. They say that at the very outset, we cannot assure in any reasonable way that the people who did this to you will not be able to use this against you in the future. Take a look at what is included in this 90-page report from the Department of Justice. It is And I can tell you this, I talked to one of the targets of the John Doe 2 investigation, perhaps of the John Doe 3, we're not entirely certain of that, but someone who was had her home raided. And this is what she said to me on hearing just some of what is in this report. These people, that is to say, the prosecutors, the attorneys at the Government Accountability Board, the people who allowed this to go on, ought to be in jail right now and first and foremost they ought to be losing their jobs now the other thing is that we that the um the investigation says because of the lack of any kind of security and because shane falk magically lost his hard drive the hard drive somehow his that sound g- familiar to you it it, 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 sure, it certainly does the gmail account he was using i don't know how you fill up a gmail account but presumably he filled up his gmail account and so he downloaded the entire contents of the john doe gmails by the way we should point out 100% confirmed now that a Gmail system had been set up because Shane Falk and Kevin Kennedy and uh, and Francis Schmitz and David Robles and Robert Stelter and everybody um, wanted to avoid detection by the Department of Administration. And, uh, and so, but in any case, he dumped his entire Gmail contents onto a hard drive and then magically it disappears the person who was supposed to take custody of his hard drive after shane falk left the government accountability board nathan judnick somehow magically cannot find this hard drive this hard drive that contains all of the information and and would by the way provide likely proof positive who leaked the information to the guardian which the doj report did determine was in fact designed specifically to influence the united states supreme court decision on whether or not to keep this investigation alive magically disappears all of this magically disappears and everybody plays dumb to doj investigators so the best we have by the way 
from the DOJ is a recommendation of either contempt uh, contempt filing or Office of Lawyer Regulation complaints filed against Schmitz, Kennedy, Falk, a woman named Molly Nagapala, yes. who's a new name to me, uh, Jonathan no, Becker. she was very much entrenched in this. And let me, I, I don't mean to interrupt you, but Jonathan Becker, all of the folks, all of the old gang at the old GAB, Jonathan Becker, of course, has since gone on, retired. He would have been forced out, of course, based on his involvement in the, uh, the Government Accountability Board. Kennedy, of course, we know his connections with Lois and how much the GAB wanted the uh, IRS to be involved in this. Make no mistake about it. This wasn't just a Wisconsin, John Doe. This was a national Oh, no, template. let's get to that. Let's get to the national names on the list next, okay. shall we? Because it wasn't just about Wisconsin. It was about undoing a conservative network na- nationwide. We'll be right back. Uh, welcome back to the program. Matt Kittle and I just barely digesting the Attorney General's massive release of an 87 report uh, 87-page report on trying to get to the bottom of who leaked the information to the Guardian newspaper, which was, by the way, a crime. At the end of the day, they were not able to establish beyond a reasonable doubt who made the leak, but it had to be one of two people. Um, if you read through this, it had to be either Nathan Judnick um, or it had to be uh, Shane Falk with the Government Accountability Board. Um, those uh, Nobody else had access to all of the information at the same time and was able to identify the relevant portions of, of redacted and sealed information in such a way that the Guardian newspaper could generate a story designed to influence the United States Supreme Court on the ruling over whether or not the John Doe investigation should be permitted to continue by allowing the investigators to hang on to the information. The information, by the way, though, Matt, is what's really interesting. You have everybody from, um, you know, the board of directors at the Federalist Society to Ed Gillespie. Ed Gillespie. Um, you know, we had learned private previously that Sean, people like Sean Hannity uh, were targets on the list. Carl Rove, Paul Ryan, Reince Priebus, National Republicans, Mitt Romney, designed to um, to have an impact uh, nationally in the election in 2012, um, and and kind of jumping off of the Tea Party movement. So those folks were under investigation, and people associated with those folks are under investigation. But the, remember, the Government Accountability Board wanted to keep this information, and they leaked information to the Guardian newspaper, and it was it had to be the GAB. Um, according to this investigation, maybe we don't have the name, but we have a couple of names, and it's one of the people whose names we have. And it's Nathan Judnick, or it's Shane Falk, and it's unlikely to be anybody else. Um, possibly Molly Nagapala, but it looks more likely in this investigation that it would be Shane Falk or Nathan Judnick. Not enough information to charge and prove beyond a reasonable doubt. But these are the only people who had access to the information and the knowledge. Um, but it is the information they wanted to keep because they had labeled it opposition research. In the John Doe 3, they called this opposition research and in the opposition research they for some reason felt the need to essentially do a domestic a, a domestic spying operation on Leah Vukmir and read the 150 emails that she and her daughter exchanged on personal information that included medical information for reasons nobody explained sufficiently why that information was relevant and why it was in a file called opposition research here are some other examples of opposition research collecting information on emails exchanged between members of a Bible group at Black Hawk Church in Middleton. Mm. 
probably because a couple of Republicans who are operating in Dane County were members of Blackhawk Church in Middleton. And so how frightening is that first e- and foremost that they're going after a religious church group? Emails. Yeah. Church church emails. emails. And so they have emails called He is Risen, Helping Out Mom, Spiritual Formation, The Spirit in Scripture, New Sermons, Rainbows and Sugar Plums from a church. Because some members, some, some Walker sympathizers were members of the Blackhawk Church in Middleton, Wisconsin. They have collected pictures of a woman who is purchasing a new dress, asking the email recipient how the dress looked on her. Pictures of a different woman who is considering purchasing some new shoes, asking the email recipient how the shoes looked what on her. What the hell does that have to do with collusion and campaign None. finance? It's all in the box called Opposition Research. Here's an email Good entitled, God. Invites for Bachelorette Party. A string of 20 emails referencing a Kenmore mini-fridge negotiation. Negotiation on Craigslist, an application for a mortgage at Anchor Bank, including references to tax forms and information, an email thanking the recipient for advice concerning the purchase of a Benelli over-under shotgun at Dick's Sporting Goods, emails between parents discussing a daughter's need for an OBGYN, an email regarding prescription medications needed, emails between fathers and sons about cancer diagnosis. This is appalling. Now, remember what, what Kelly Reinfleisch went through. Now, they tried to stick her her with all kinds of things in John Doe 1, right? Connected to the Milwaukee County uh, Executive's Office. She explained to me and to anybody else who would listen to her how disastrous, how awful this was, how how shaken to the core she was that these awful, hideous prosecutors who in the name of guts. the government, who hated her guts, who hated anything conservative, who hated anything Walker, just were able to, and then along with their complicit judge, in this case, the Milwaukee County judge, who was the John Doe judge at the time, dumped this stuff into the public sphere that had nothing to do with Remember, this investigation. Remember, this kind of information, for instance, hundreds of emails about fantasy sports leagues, uh, personal communications and text messages and messages of a private, highly personal nature, we can only imagine that's probably romantic text exchanges mm-hmm. why, why is this information important and why did the government accountability board need to keep it and why did they want the united states supreme court to allow them to keep this information dozens of emails sent to received from or regarding talk radio show hosts mark belling vicky mckenna and charlie sykes why do you need information about us now how come that information didn't make the guardian story i'll tell you why you already know why because they received 1500 documents or thereabouts of cherry-picked information to try to create a narrative of criminal scheme involving uh, the governor and conservatives in the state of Wisconsin and beyond. This is just appalling. The sort of stuff that was going on that, of course, would not have seen the light of day unless we had an investigation, you know, an official investigation of the Department of Justice to really look into this. Yeah, we have uh, multiple emails containing passwords apparently saved in the sender's inboxes as a way to remember multiple passwords for multiple accounts. This actually, this this um, investigation calls this the weaponizing of the Government Accountability Board in furtherance of political goals by partisans. That's what this was about, and that's what the Attorney General's office has concluded here. Again, the big information out of this is the is the existence of John Doe 3, also known and labeled by the John Doe investigators as opposition research, with personal details. And as we know, those personal details were used to humiliate Kelly Reinfleisch when they were released uh, publicly. Those personal details were used to humiliate Cindy Archer when they were released publicly. This is about having personal dirt 
on people. When I texted Leah Vukmir that I saw her name in this document and said, did you know that, that the Government Accountability Board investigators in the John Doe were reading personal emails you were sending between you and your daughter that included medical information? Her, her message back to me was, I am sick. It, I mean, I made her sick I mean, by telling her that a bunch of people who hated her guts were spying on her personal communications with her daughter. Let me ask you this. Is it a big leap to suggest that the stuff that was found uh, by the investigators of John Hidden Doe... Hidden in a downstairs storage facility That at that would end up in some sort of story in the mainstream media. You pick your player that... Gladly take some yeah, what if opposition it was some, research on Leah Vukmir or, what, or, or whoever. Or what if it was somebody else who was involved in personal, highly personal text messages exchanges? What if it was because Leah Vukmir's communication with her daughter, while it's offensive that somebody would be spying on you that way, let alone your government, the AD, the ADAs in the Milwaukee uh, County District Attorney's Office or the Government Accountability Board and people who hate your guts. But w- those same people were spying on text messages between people who were likely involved in romantic liaisons. Now imagine if one of them wants to make a donation to a conservative organization or wants to run for office. They wanted to keep this information. They they illegally leaked the information to the Guardian newspaper in order to influence the United States Supreme Court to permit them to keep these files containing everything from discussions about Craigslist purchases to romantic liaisons that key Republicans were having. And by the way, every and any Republican, of note or not of note, who is involved in politics between 2010 and 2014 is pretty much on this list. Well, the final thought here, and the chapter is, uh, a new chapter is being written, but as dark as we thought this was, as sinister as we thought this was, and we reported, and we had the documents, and you did too, as we move forward, thanks to some very brave people, it's even darker, it's even more sinister than we even imagined it could be. No, they were they were conspiring together after the... The first John Doe judge shut it down after the Wisconsin Supreme Court shut this investigation down to download these files, to offload these files to remote locations, a hard drive, another server. They had these things stashed in Gmail accounts, on hard drives, on thumb drives, on optical disks, uh, on Dropbox, on other cloud servers with with people. It, it was in excess of 60 people who had immediate access and password access to a lot of this information. But many, many more um, because they were they were support staff or they were people who were tasked to look at these things. Um, you had at any given you can only imagine it was probably in excess of a hundred partisans who were looking through this information and trying to find a way to weaponize it against the Republicans. And by the way, when it became abundantly clear, even at the Milwaukee County DA's office, and even when it it occurred to Francis Schmitz, that there was no there there on campaign finance violations, they moved on to opposition research. Mm -hmm. They just simply were mad they got shut down on campaign finance, and they just moved on to opposition research. And if you're looking for the background on all of these folks and how could they have possibly done done this, let's just take Shane Falk momentarily, quickly. Uh, This was the guy back in... uh, He was the lawyer for the Government Accountability Board. He was the lawyer and the lead lawyer on the John Doe investigation, but before that, he had a long record of partisanship. He was the Democrat on the old ethics board in the state of Wisconsin 
Wisconsin. And six months after the GAB was created, he came back to testify uh, to the GAB that we have to find ways to get around the First Amendment so that we can go after what are truly coordination campaign finance violations by the big Koch brother interest, the conservative what, what, interest and, around and in the that, state. In that audio, by the way, which you actually reproduced on, on your in your reporting and the investigation, um, in, the investigative piece into John Doe, um, the reason why he was so upset by the ads were because they were successful. Because they because were successful. Because they worked. Yep. And he specifically identified Wisconsin Manufacturers and Commerce ads as being uniquely effective And how can we shut down WMC and how can we shut down these other conservative groups. And I would say this. Fast forward in the middle of the John Doe 2 investigation, this is the same guy who yelled at Francis Schmitz for saying that it was not Scott Walker who was targeted, but the campaign. He said, how can you do that? Nope. What, what, what could that possibly do way, to Mary Burke? campaign against Scott Walker. Every every conceivable articulation of Scott Walker's information was was subpoenaed. That's other that's more information in this in this report. Everybody affiliated with Scott Walker, Gmail accounts for Keith Jilks, Ryan Murray, Cullen Worry, uh, Chris Shrimp, Tom Nardelli, wow. Cindy Archer, Scott Walker's Gmail accounts, Scott Walker's Yahoo accounts, everybody, all of their communication, personal communication, all of it all of it, all of it in a giant box on multiple hard drives in Shane Falk's office in a completely unsecured location called Opposition Research. This is just disgusting. There were three John Doe's. The John Doe one was about the theft of funds. That was used as an excuse for John Doe two. Remember, Scott Walker identified the theft of funds in the county executive office. Mm -hmm. The DA decided to open up a John Doe instead of just finding the culprit and who stole the money. Then used that to justify John Doe two, which was this phony theory of campaign collusion and coordination. That fell apart. When that fell apart, with this document that, that Schimmel's office has produced makes abundantly clear is they moved on to John Doe 3. And John Doe 3 was just unabashed oppo research paid for by taxpayers that took the form of a giant domestic spying operation that never would have ended. Never would have ended, Matt Kittle, but for Eric O'Keefe outing himself in the Wisconsin Supreme Court. But had Schimmel's office not done this investigation, that information would, would have never been identified in the first place. And Shane Falk would have been the one retaining custody of all of that information. Yeah, like we said, it, this was bad and it was awful. It was a dark chapter. It just got a whole lot darker. Well, folks... Uh, no doubt more on this on the Belling Show coming up. On tomorrow's program, Eric O'Keefe is going to join me to after we have some, some time to digest more of the details of this, since we all read it really fast today because it's 87 pages long and we had about an hour. Um, so everybody have a great day.